0: it's time to get educated about everything bachelor it's time for the bachelor degree here are your hosts jill morgan and maddie moore
1: hello everyone and welcome back to the bachelor degree we are here to set you up for your degree in all things bachelor nation once again i'm your host jill morgan and i'm here alongside
2: my co-host
1: maddie moore
2: hey y'all we are back 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 again better than ever here for another episode we're so excited to be back this week was absolutely crazy yeah one hell of a ride (laughs) honestly like i just i just was like when is this drama gonna end like when are we gonna actually see some real connections with matt please it's like we get teased
1: by it with certain women but this Mm -hmm. drama is just like taking over my brain capacity like i have zero brain capacity for it
2: there are literally like so many women that are just causing it too, like it's not just like one person yes I think Victoria is the ringleader but I just think there are so many people that need to just go and I really hope that this is the end of it I I do think there are a couple more people that need to leave like obviously you know we saw a decent amount go this week but MJ needs to leave like a couple other people that I just don't see him having connections with a but like B are just stirring the pot yeah,
1: for sure. And like you said, I think Victoria was really the ringleader in all of this. I feel like if she wasn't there, if she was put out of the equation, I feel like not as much of this stuff would have happened because yeah. it's like, I feel like, um, I don't know who mentioned it, but it's like mob mentality. I think Matt said that. It's like one yeah. person starts it and everyone's, it's like the plague. Like it spread like the plague. Everyone just became like dumbed down, stooped to Victoria's level and. Was just so rude and mean. And I think if she wasn't there, it wouldn't have been as of a as much of a
2: toxic environment. For sure. Yeah. So we're gonna get right into it and recap this episode, but we want to let you guys know before we get into it, we have a super special guest on that we're gonna play the interview for you after our recap. Freaking Alexis Waters came on the show. And if you don't know her, you need to know her because she is a gem. Uh, we had so much fun speaking with her. We literally just finished the interview with her and she was hilarious, amazing. Like, I want to be her friend. She was great. Yeah, she, like you said, she's a gem of
1: a human being. Mm-hmm. Such a special one. And um, we're so excited for you guys
2: to hear this interview because it's fucking amazing. <laughs> hilarious. I-, I was laughing like the whole time. She just her one-liners. She's so like witty, but- hilarious and i think has like really good tea to spill kind of about the show like she just tells it how it is and just doesn't you know like care what people think which i absolutely love that type of person so all right so we can't wait for you guys to listen to that interview but before that let's hop into this episode lots to unpack um you know jill like initial thoughts i guess we can start with because there's just like a lot happening
1: yeah, too much happening. Um, Yeah, the first quote that I wrote down was when Victoria said we haven't even started the hazing process. Mm. And my, like, I just immediately like my jaw dropped. I was like, okay, at this point, like, she's no fucking remorse. I really just want to know what the root of her issue is. Because At this point, I almost like feel sorry for her and feel bad for her that she doesn't have like the social awareness and just like the decency to be nice to these other women like they did nothing to you and you're just throwing so much harm at them. So, yeah, I just I can't even with her and all I can say is I'm glad she's gone. I mean, I know I'm skipping ahead, but yeah.
2: So, yeah, I would definitely agree with everything you said, you know it was just time for her to go. It was time for her to go like the first week that she got here. And I'm so glad that he finally saw through all of her bullshit. Um, And just to like get that negative energy out. And I think it's absolutely disgusting that she has no self-awareness, like you said, to know that the things that are coming out of her mouth are not nice. And like to make that comment that like, okay, the hazing hasn't even started yet. It's disgusting. It's literally... Like middle school behavior, um, and I'm so glad that he sent her home, and and he that he sent Anna home, and I think that's kind of where we started off the night was at the cocktail party, um, and he kind of addressed the situation to all the girls and was like, "Listen, I've been hearing there's a ton of drama going on, there's name calling, like you said, the mob mentality," um, and he pulled Anna right away, and I'm, you know, he sent her home, which rightfully so.
1: Yeah. One thing I will say is I'm glad that she owned up to her actions and didn't pin her actions on anyone else. Like she took full responsibility for what she did. And I will say that, you know, that took a lot because obviously we know Victoria didn't do that. MJ didn't do that. So I was really happy to see that she took full responsibility of her words and her actions because I know probably a lot of people wouldn't. So yeah, I am glad that Matt settled it once and for all and got rid of her.
2: Mm -hmm. Um, But I just thought I should mention that as well. No, yeah, definitely. I think that's a good point um, to make for sure is like, at least she fessed up to it, what she said and what she did wasn't okay. And obviously, there was consequences for her actions. And I'm glad that Matt, like, kept to that and kind of wasn't like, Oh, well, you know, like, you apologized or whatever, we can move on. He was basically like, yeah, no, like, I, I do not see this working with you. And he sent her home. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, obviously, I'm, I'm glad that at least one of the quote unquote, mean girls was out of the house pretty early on in the episode. Um, but yeah, MJ is still there. She's still getting like, so wrapped up in this drama and like, her true colors are definitely came out toward the end of the episode.
1: Oh my God. It's actually absurd because I really liked her when she first walked out of the limo. Like she had that whole incident with the pizza truck where she like left the keys in the car and couldn't open the car. Mm. And everyone thought it was so endearing, like how she played it off. But mm. like you said, we're seeing her true colors and it's just nasty. Like mm. it's re- you're really seeing her immaturity. Like she's 23. So it honestly makes total sense that she's acting like this at this point. She's just not mature. So
2: exactly. Yeah. So I'm just, you know, glad that she was sent home. And then it was during the cocktail party too, that he pulled Ryan aside Uh, and Ryan's one of the new girls as well. Um, And, and she kind of broke down too, and was saying that Victoria was calling her a hoe for being a dancer, which is just like so crazy and like, doesn't even make sense. Like what, I don't understand that.
1: Yeah, I was literally like, what the fuck? Like, that just literally sounds,
2: it makes no sense. Yeah, no sense. Yeah, the fact that she's mad. And freaking, it was the, the part that I just found like the funniest and like the worst way possible is that all of these girls who knew that they have done wrong and said wrong things were all trying to backtrack during the cocktail party. I was like, you know what? You are such a fake bitch, first of all, because like you know what you did wrong. And now you're trying to be like, oh, well, you know, I was just joking and all of this. Like, no, you were being mean. And now you know that Matt sees it and you're trying to make it look like you're not this bad person.
1: Yeah. They were being so freaking two faced. Like, um, I forget who was saying it in an interview, probably Katie or Jacenia or something, but they were just like, yeah, now that all this is coming up to air, like now you feel like you can apologize. Like, no, you should have apologized and been self-aware enough that it was wrong when you
2: said it. Like it shouldn't or be- just, like not say it because you shouldn't be freaking mean like that.
1: Right, exactly. So yeah, that was freaking crazy. Um, I yeah.
2: I, right when that happened, I'm like, of course this is happening because all of these girls know that what they said was not okay. And now Matt is aware of it. So now you feel like you need to apologize because it might jeopardize your relationship with him. But if he wasn't, wouldn't have found out about it, you would have never apologized. Right. So thank God for Katie because she's an angel sent from above. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Literally. I'm like so glad that she brought it to Matt's attention. Matt pulls Victoria for a chat or did Victoria pull him? No, Matt pulled her, I think. And, And that was just like the stupidest conversation. She was backtracking and trying to be like, oh, like I, I didn't mean that. I was like, oh, well, I was just joking. And the girls know I'm joking. Yeah, no, it was crazy. I can't
1: remember. She was like, oh, you're taking it out of context. And he was like, what context would you call someone a hoe? And I was like, yes, Matt, like, oh my god, I this is where I freaking love him. I just feel so bad that he has to waste his own time, Mm -hmm. like with other women who he's actually interested in and like having to deal with all this bullshit that this that's rising to
2: the surface. Like, it's just ridiculous. For sure. I was like, please just like, And this cocktail party, which luckily he did, and went right to the rose ceremony, um, and Victoria was just absolutely spiraling out of control. She was, like, crying and running around, talking to the producers, like, just freaking out. She was like, I will literally die if I get sent home. I'm like, so no, you won't, and you're getting sent home, so pack your bags. Yeah, you're delusional,
1: and someone needs to teach you about nipple covers, because
2: (laughs) I'll be hanging out girlfriend
1: yeah clearly you don't know what bra you need to wear with what dress clearly she didn't have any friends in the house because I would hope that if my
2: dress or my bra was showing one of my friends would be like uh girl change your fucking bra <laughs> right I mean just everything about her was just a train wreck and I'm like Thank God we are free of Victoria. Like, let's get this actual love story started because this is just ridiculous. Please. Uh, And I definitely think we might have a little bit more drama next week because MJ stays, but at least we got rid of Victoria and Anna who were, you know, two really big ringleaders in all of this house drama.
1: Yeah, and one thing I also want to add about Anna was that I do feel like she was another person that fell victim to Victoria's cattiness and it's almost like Victoria was like brainwashing all these women to just be rude and obnoxious because when Anna was owning up to it and she was saying like it was out of character I do feel like deep down like really 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 deep down she Mm -hmm. is a good person but something about this environment
2: and who she surrounded herself with just brought out the worst in her. For sure. And I think that happens a lot. And especially for the women that like don't form that initial connection with him, they're grasping for something to keep them in the camera's eyes or, you know, in like the viewer's eyes, but keep the cameras on themselves, keep the attention on them. And I think that was almost like why Anna was coming at it um, and, and kind of falling victim to that. But was a different story for Victoria obviously um mm-hmm. but you know it is what it is um okay so in the rose ceremony obviously like we had mentioned to you guys Victoria goes home thank god um but I was kind of surprised by two of the other girls Lauren and Mari went home which I feel like he had a really good connection with Lauren yeah it I was really shocked about that especially because she received a
1: group date rose not that long ago so mm-hmm. I thought she was definitely a front runner. I also thought Mari might have been more like top 10 because I remember like her initial egg or er, entrance out of the limo, and he was
2: like, damn. And then like it just faded. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like she was doing like well on the group date. She was like winning different challenges and whatnot. But whatever, he sends Lauren and Mari home. And then the fourth person to go home was Catalina, and she was one of the newer girls that just came last week um so that was the four that went home and I definitely think you know we just kind of need to get rid of MJ and then we should be in the clear of all of this drama but there'll she- be more drama yeah should we talk about Victoria's exit her fall from grace oh my god she was so she literally walked up to him with her arms crossed and was like what did she say said like I feel sorry for you that you would listen to hearsay yeah hearsay I was like That's oh. fine. That would not be hearsay. Like you're saying all of this shit. Yeah. No. It's, it's, uh, yeah.
1: But I think one of the girls mentioned it in their ITMs, but they said that like Matt was making a statement when he picked Brittany and Ryan as the first and second roses. And I would definitely have to agree. I think he was definitely making a statement to the other woman that like, he's not there to mess around and like
2: he wants he really just wants it to be a positive experience for everyone so for sure. yeah I completely agree um but after that shit show was over which took yeah. up way too much time of the episode yeah. we finally get a one-on-one date with Rachel um which I feel like they do this type of one-on-one date every year where they like get pampered and they get to keep all of this like designer you know stuff and she got a ton of I don't even know what type of clothes they were yeah I was a lot of it what was it one specific designer or was it because I know she got Louboutin shoes yeah she got Louboutins I don't
1: know I don't think it was one specific designer I think it was multiple designers
2: (laughs) yeah well she looked awesome in everything that she wore yeah and he was loving it um more than loving it he was fucking smitten
1: he was a smitten
2: kitten yeah I'm, I'm struggling with Rachel because there are so many TikToks out there and I feel like we just have to address it that is basically like coming at Rachel for potentially being racist or you know allegedly I want to like put that word out there because obviously we have no idea if any of this is true. It's just what we're seeing kind of on TikTok right now is that like some of the things that her parents have posted on Facebook are, you know, sort of racist things. Um, and I think there's like a lot of cultural appropriation that has gone on in her life when it comes to like Halloween costumes and different things like that, which I think a lot of people have fallen victim to. And especially not saying that this is okay one bit, uh, but maybe have not been like aware of that growing up. Um, But a lot of that has kind of surfaced recently. And so I'm struggling to know if this is really who she is or not.
1: Yeah. You know what this almost reminds me of is when Becca Kufrin was really starting to like Garrett Mm -hmm. and all this stuff was coming up about him and- like owning guns and just saying like really like terrible things on social media. It's like, you don't know what to believe. And like you said, it was interesting watching this one-on-one date with all of this information coming to the surface, because if I didn't know any of this, I would have loved Rachel, like no complaints about her, mm-hmm. but I'm struggling to figure out if I if she's being genuine and authentic, or if, you know, this stuff is really true about her.
2: Yeah, no, definitely. I completely agree. But regardless, we obviously won't know for a while, maybe she'll address it when she gets off the show. Um, I hope she does. But their date was really awesome. And they had this beautiful, you know, um, dinner afterward. And I was super shocked when she told him that she was falling in love with him. And he said it back. Girl, it's week five. Not
1: even, not even because, you know, that's probably, like, 14 days in Bachelor
2: World. So I just was shocked. I'm like, this is your first one-on-one date. Like, I get that you've had, like, little, you know, moments here and there. But I just couldn't believe that she said that. Yeah, no. I, yeah,
1: I couldn't believe she said it either. But I was even more shocked when Matt like, reciprocated those feelings. Like, Mm -hmm. that was just, um... Yeah, it's, it's funny because, you know, we've said this before, but he's never been a contestant. So he doesn't really know the formula of the show. And he's kind of flying by the suit of his pants, if that's the phrase. That's the phrase. Okay, right. yeah. So he's kind of just going with the flow. So you know what he's saying is authentic and what he's doing is all
2: authentic. But it's just like, really? Like, already? I okay. know. Like, that seems a little, like, too soon. Yeah, for sure. But... Needless to say, she got the rose at the end of the night, and the next date was a group date, um, which I thought was kind of perfect because, like, they're in PA. Like, obviously, there's a ton of farms in PA. He, like, grew up in North Carolina um, and said, like, that was very much his roots. So they do this, like, fun farming date um, that I really liked. I thought it was so funny. But MJ kind of, like took control of the date and made it like all about her which was so annoying yeah she was like I
1: really want to impress him and like just be a go-getter and like put myself out there and then meanwhile she's freaking scared of this chicken and I'm like girl you're saying one thing but
2: not showing me actions to prove it I'm like first of all it's a chicken like it's not gonna kill you." you right like and she was just acting so extra about everything um and I was like okay you're really just trying so hard to get attention right now and I can't handle it. Yeah. But you know it is what it is she she was trying to just be freaking annoying which she succeeded. Um but I freaking loved literally loved Piper was doing an interview. She's like you know in the back kind of and MJ started chasing Matt with like an egg that she that he had thrown at her and it broke, whatever. He's running away from her, runs up to Piper, grabs her and just starts making out with her. And I was like, this is it. Cancel the show. I love it. So good. And it was
1: funny because I was watching um, Blake Hortzman. He always does like live reactions on his Instagram. And he was saying that, like that the leads actually do this a lot they just never show it like the leads sneak up in interviews and like kiss out with kiss kiss out make out with contestants yeah and they just like never show it but this time they showed it I think because also there was just like so much tension going on in the
2: house so it only made sense for the producers to show it the sexiest shit yeah he was going in for more, like he like made out there, and then he went in for more. I was like, "Oh, he like it." And I love Piper. Like I've loved Piper since the beginning, even yeah. before the show started. I cannot wait. We see the upcoming highlights that she gets a one-on-one, and I I can't wait for it. Me too. So excited. Yeah. And then during like the cocktail part of the group date, um, I think something that we should mention is kind of Abigail opening up, uh, to Matt about her dad. You know, um. That was just just really sad, but I think I'm so glad that she told Matt because that's something that Matt can relate on, not really having a father figure in his life growing up, and she said that her dad had walked out on them after her and her sister, um, or was it just her sister? Yeah, when, when her
1: and her sister, I think she said, finally got their cochlear implants, that's when their dad walked out on them, so for like a lot of her life, she looked as being deaf as baggage. Which is just, like, so heartbreaking to hear because, oh, my God, I just, I get the chills, like, thinking about it. And she was saying to Matt that there's a strong possibility of her kids being deaf and, like, she's, she was scared to tell him because she thought that he was going to turn her away. But, like, I just, that's more why I love Matt because he's so supportive of literally anyone and, like, doesn't care like who you are or what background you came from like he's just supportive of every single
3: person
2: mm-hmm. yeah no for sure I was like so happy that she opened up to him about that and I'm really hoping she gets a one-on-one soon me too uh, I'm like desperate for her to get a one-on-one I know. I'm like I feel like out of everyone else that's there like the the two people that I really want are Piper and Abigail to have a one-on-one yeah like, else I don't think I would care that much yeah, I also would be curious to see Katie get a one-on-one, too. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. But anyway, the group date, um, you know, it, it is what it is. It was it was a decent date, um, and Abigail ended up getting the rose at the end of the date. So one thing
1: that I do think we should still mention is MJ, because he addressed to her during the group date that her name had been brought up about also being like related to this drama and tension in the house and she goes back to the girls and was like I just hate that my character is being put into question and I bring peace and I'm the peacemaker and I'm like harmony oh yeah peace and harmony peace love and harmony but the tone she was giving off wasn't matching her words and she was coming off so condescending I was like
2: the hell that's not peace and harmony I know it was it was so ridiculous. I, I forgot that this happened during the group date. For some reason, I thought it was like later on in the episode. But yeah, she just was blabbing and blabbing. And who was like up front and was like, yeah, I did mention your name when I spoke to him because like, you have been, you know, kind of stirring the pot and whatever. Um, and it just escalated way too quickly. Freaking MJ was like, trying to be the victim in the situation and saying that like she needed an apology um, for the way Jessenia was speaking to her. And I'm like, um, girlfriend, you're the one that needs to do some apologizing here. Like wake up. Yeah. No. Another person with absolute zero self-awareness. Exactly. I'm like, what is going on here? So, and, and then obviously that comes up later on in the episode, which we'll talk about in just a minute, um, with kind of this showdown between Jessenia and MJ. Anyway, our final date of the night, was with Kit, which I was really surprised that Kit got a one-on-one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was really cute because she had mentioned in a conversation with him previously that, like, her happy place is in the kitchen um, because she is, like, in the spotlight a lot, which I think we talked about this. Like, her mom is a famous fashion designer. Um, and so she had said, like, her her happy place is in the kitchen, and that's where the group date – or, the I mean, the one-on-one date was was at his kitchen. I mean, I, w- I would have loved this date, like baking at his place, chocolate chip cookies. I mean, what more could you ask for? Like it's such a great date. It was really cute. And I like loved when she was like sitting on the counter and he was kissing her and stuff. But at the same time, I just kind of felt like, I don't know fully that the connection is there between them two. Like I think. I learned a little bit more about Kit and maybe like her a little bit more now after that date. But I just, like, don't see them, like, vibing together as much. Yeah. Uh, and it was kind of weird because, like, when they were kissing, I felt like she was, like, slightly pulling away. But I don't know. Maybe I was just reading into it. Interesting. I mean, yeah. Like you said, I – she wasn't
1: my favorite in the beginning,
2: Um, but
1: I really – liked that we got to know her a little bit more and she was vulnerable with Matt and I just had more sympathy for her I guess and I don't know it's just weird watching someone your own age on the show because for so long I've felt so young compared to these contestants that are on the show but now reaching 21 and 22 it's like these women are the same age and only a
2: few years older it's crazy how yeah I, I don't know but she did get the date or she did get the rose at the end of the date um so we'll we'll see what happens with her to be honest I don't think she's going to be around for too much longer but I think top eight maybe 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 top eight maybe top ten top eight yeah um but I feel like you know the most dramatic part of this whole episode was they get another knock on the door and they think maybe oh my god there's gonna be another date and it's like no it's a message from matt that says like just and and mj like we need to figure this out come to the cocktail party like an hour early yeah the, the fr- freaking editing i saw that you wrote that down was priceless the producers are American geniuses like the whole just the whole montage of them
1: going to the house like the date card and then both simultaneously bringing the luggage in and then both sitting in the car together like it's just so funny and then when Matt gets there it's it looks like two children that are being called to the principal's office to like settle like a fight that happened down in the hallway
2: like it's just it's so ridiculous. I mean I wonder how much of like the producers are telling them to, like, act that way because, I mean, obviously they know, like, cameras are rolling and they might be like, okay, like, we don't want you guys to talk to each other, like, sit really quiet in the car, like, do your most powerful walk into the cocktail because they were, like, both strutting their stuff. Yeah. I'm like, this I, is so extra. I just think they don't like each other. Like, I really
4: just,
1: yeah, but... Yeah, Jessenia was going off on MJ mm-hmm. and it was actually interesting because I, someone posted about it, but the fourth wall was like broken twice during last night's episode when Jessenia was like, "Um, you don't have to tell facts because it's all going to be out there when the show airs. And that was just like, you know, they never mentioned it like actually being a TV show. So that was interesting to hear. And then also when Brittany was talking to Matt about like these rumors going around about her. And she was like, I'm scared for my parents to see this on national television. It was just like weird to hear them address them being on a TV show.
2: Yeah. I feel like that doesn't happen very often. Yeah. But I mean, I've literally everything just said, I agreed with, I thought, She was just like straight spitting facts, calling MJ out for her bullshit. MJ had nothing to stand on. She was basically just attacking Jasenia and like trying to shut her down because she like had nothing to go off of. Yeah, Uh, it was really childish, but I, you know, definitely think Jasenia was saying the truth and hopefully Matt sees to that. I mean, obviously they ended us on a cliffhanger. Of course, Matt walks in, he sits down, boom, episodes over. Um so I'm super interested to see what's gonna happen obviously we'll pick up there next time um and I hope you know he definitely sends MJ home. I wouldn't be super surprised if he sends Jacenia home also just because I feel like they don't have a connection well, yeah, so they showed like a
1: rose on the table almost like a two on one date so I feel like it's either gonna be they like MJ goes home, Jasenia goes home or both of them go home. So yeah, I I hope that he gives Jasenia the rose. I mean, I don't see her going super far, but just to like vindicate like herself, I hope that MJ goes home and she stays. So
2: for sure. Yeah. But, yeah, so that was the episode. It was lots of drama once again. um, But we see in the upcoming highlights, you know, obviously this whole situation is going to be addressed. But we get our boy Tyler Cameron on. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. We knew we we were like, okay, when is he going to come on? Because obviously he is the reason that Matt is on this show. Him and Tyler have been best friends forever. um, And so – I can't wait to see what the conversation is like. I hope that he's, like, super involved in the episode. Oh, my God. I am so excited.
1: I hope he hosts a date and with Matt. And I'd be curious to see, like, how many of the women just, like, turn their heads. It's like in Love Island when it's, like, their heads fucking
2: turned. So, quite <laughs> literally because he's so good looking. But the other big juicy thing that happens next week is Heather. From Colton season arrives, which we knew she was coming at some point. We thought maybe she was gonna be coming with the new girls. Um, but she comes on her own next week. I loved the
1: way it was brought up in the preview, like the surveillance footage of her car rolling up. I think she's in like a minivan and she goes, Yeah, I'm looking for Chris Harrison. Like, what? What is going on? Yeah. So funny. So excited.
2: So all, exciting.
1: All good things to come.
2: But some Bachelor news before we get to the um, interview with Alexis. So I saw this, too. I see you had written it down, Jill, but I wrote it down on my notes as well, is that during the commercial, there was a senior casting call for The Bachelor. It said, like, seniors interested in, like, being on the show visit blah, blah, blah. Like, are we getting a senior version of The Bachelor?
1: I think so I think when listen to your heart was happening there was also speculation of like a senior bachelor version of the show which I think is going if it does happen I think that would be so wholesome like
2: yeah but also like who's gonna watch that (laughs) I will (laughs) I mean like I probably will too because like I will get sucked in but like what
1: just out of curiosity, I'm, like, really interested. Also, I'm curious to see,
2: like, what they consider to be seniors. Like, what True. age. True. Like, are we talking, like, 80-year-olds? Or are we talking, like, 40-year-olds, which are not seniors? Yeah, no. My my dad's, like, by his age, he is a senior citizen. But in no way, I consider him a senior citizen. Right? Like, isn't it so bizarre? It's like, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So um That'll be interesting to see if that comes to fruition but if you're a senior listening and you want to be on the bachelor freaking swipe up actually don't swipe up because we don't have anything for you to swipe up on but go visit Bachelor. <laughs> go to abc.com <laughs> I'm dead yeah
1: go to abc.com if you're a senior listening and you're interested in applying we're
2: producers (laughs) obviously freaking old people deserve to find love too like yeah duh like we're not ageist (laughs) we're at
1: oh my god holy crap but the biggest news story that broke this week was Dylan Barber from Hannah Brown season who's also now engaged to Hannah Godwin. He kind of just like wrote on his Twitter account like I'm kind of sick of all of this like fakeness like if you have any questions about like the behind the scenes of The Bachelor like ask away and I'll answer honestly. And it was just like I don't know like I didn't find any of it to be like i found some of it to be interesting but i feel like a lot of the questions he answered was stuff that's already been put out there and then also a lot of his answers were just really vague so Mm -hmm. i i don't know what to believe about this
2: yeah i definitely like kind of exploded on tiktok when everyone was like oh my god like he's like exposing the bachelor but there wasn't that much there i felt like uh So I don't, I don't fully know why he did that or like what triggered him to do that. But yeah,
1: I, yeah, I think the biggest thing to come out of that was the, the one about Jed where like, it was like, what contestant do you think was treated most unfairly? And he said, Jed, which we all know, like the whole thing that went down, with Jed and Hannah, um, yeah, that, that was the most interesting piece of information that I thought came out of there.
2: Yeah, but I just, like, had more questions, honestly, after his whole Twitter rant. I was like, um, I just have way more questions for you. Like, this was not super helpful, but whatever. Yeah, no, he just kept saying, like, yes, no, yes, no. I'm like,
1: mm-hmm. okay, well, what is that answer then? Not much. Yeah, so... so-
2: All right, guys. Well, that is all of our Bachelor news for this episode. And we hope you enjoyed our recap. But obviously, we have the greatest interview ever with Alexis Waters that we're going to play for you now. We want to thank her so much for being on the show. We had such a great time talking with her. And we hope you guys enjoy. We are so happy to have another special guest this week. She was on Nick Vile's season of The Bachelor and Bachelor in Paradise season four. She's also the founder and CEO of Hoop Nation by Alexis and one of the hosts of the Girls Night Hangout podcast. Please welcome to the Bachelor degree Alexis Waters. Woo woo!
0: I drink tequila for any podcast, but. I'm, I'm nursing my boyfriend back to health, so I cannot be intoxicated <laughs> <the first> time. <laughs> tequila sounds nice right about now, No, literally I drink I, – well, I don't dr- – I mean, for every podcast for Girls' Night, I drink – I just, like, sip on tequila because it's more fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, like, today – and, like, usually when I do just random podcasts, too, like, I always, like, just get a little buzz on. So but I, I can't be, like, a nurse and intoxicated. So. <laughs> i'm gonna go today
3: because uh, yeah.
0: okay. like i'll drink at girls night and then i'll go to the gym after and, <laughs> and i'm like know. how do i do this maybe i'm, do that. Oh I'm a functioning gosh. alcoholic <laughs> no no
3: oh my gosh i love that <laughs> oh, Sorry. No, it's okay. I so have three,
0: I have three cosmigos stacked in the fridge. So I was like, now I'm like thinking about it. But no, keep going. Sorry. <laughs> okay.
1: So before you started everything with the Bachelor, like what was initially going on in your life, and what were your initial career
0: aspirations? Um. So I graduated from Montclair and still had no idea what I was doing with my life. Still didn't know what I wanted to do. So I literally moved to Miami, dead alone, and. I had, my dad has a condo down there. So I was living rent free. So I was like, okay, like, why not? It was so cold. I got, I did an extra semester. Like, why not? You know? Mm
3: -hmm. And,
0: um, I went to Miami dead alone, got a job at like Miami beach convention center working all the time. And my dad came down and he was obsessed with the, the bachelor. And I was like, Uh, so I was just working in events, like meeting people just, I mean, there's so much going on in Miami. So there was always something at the convention center. So I was just like working, like just a bunch of events and I didn't know what I wanted to do. I was 23 and then I was going out all the time. Like it was the best time of my life. I was (laughs) really going out by myself. Like, I didn't know what was was a great time. But so my dad came down and he was, I think it was Jojo season that was on. And it was like at the end, like, uh, casting, uh, for in for Lauderdale whatever and that's where my dad's condo was and he's like you should go and i'm like i'm not going on the bachelor <laughs> like first of all i'm like living my best life like <laughs> <laughs> but i also like didn't have sex for 6 months the <laughs> whole time i was down there i sorry can i like talk like this on this yeah <laughs> whatever you want <laughs> i love it um but I, like, literally wasn't meeting any guys. I was literally on Bumble BFF to make friends. And, like, that's so embarrassing. And then I was on Bumble, like, for guys, but I never met up with anybody because I was, like, scared because I was, like, alone in Miami. Mm-hmm. So I didn't, like, have any backup. Right. I was like, you know what? Like, what's let's, let's, – why not? So I ended up going. I worked, like – a I worked at a convention center – Then my dad like loved Jojo. Like he was like, you could be like Jojo. I'm like, dad, I don't want to go on the show. Like he was (laughs) obsessed with it. I was like, okay, fine. like my dad's like my everything. So I was like, and then, and like Lily, he was letting me live rent free. So I was like, okay, I'll do it for you. (laughs) So I literally (laughs) ended up going out to like 6am was at a strip club to like 6am and my dad was blowing me up and I was like, oh my God, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to die. Like, this is so bad. <laughs> and he, I slept in Miami and Fort Lauderdale was like 25, 30 minutes away.
3: Mm-hmm. So
0: he was like calling me and I was like, okay, dad, I don't want to go. I was so hungover. I was like <laughs> dying. He picks me up. I slept by my friend's house in, in Miami. He picks me up. I'm like, okay, dad, you need to give me like an hour to sleep because- I am not okay. I'll projectile vomit on the producers. Like whatever. I ended up, I ended up go- he kept like coming in the room. Like, I'm like, okay, you know what? I'll just go. I literally went to the casting, walked in. I was like, I don't want to be here. I am literally, I will throw up at any second. I was at a strip club till 6am and I, my, da- I'm doing this for my dad. And they like literally handed me an envelope. <laughs> like, and I guess like only like six out of like, 10,000 girls got the envelope. So it was like a big deal. And I was like, whatever, I'm just excited to go back home and like, get like, McDonald's and go to sleep. Yeah. yeah so. <laughs> that was my life. And then I was like, why did I go to college? Because I ended up on the bachelor. And then just I mean, saying college people, but like, <laughs> get your college
2: degree. But that was my story. <laughs> It worked worked out. So honestly, I feel like that is a really similar story to we talked with David Rabbits the other week, and he said he was like majorly hungover at his first like casting, and was
3: like, "I "I think that's,
2: I think that's the way to go." (laughs) Yeah, (laughs)
3: seems Um, like it. Well, I also
0: was like, I wasn't even going on for like any, like I wasn't, I wasn't going on, I wasn't going on for love but i wasn't not going on for love do you know what i mean like if it happened it happened if it didn't it didn't but like i was like just going kind of for the experience like i feel like it's changed so much like now everybody's just going to like get instagram followers and like get like and like i like didn't even have that thought in my mind i was just like oh another i guess this is where life is taking me and like if nick is the one then he's the one and if he's not it's it, I don't care and thank god he wasn't because oh shit sorry where'd you guys go, go. All right. I have so many things going on in my computer I need to like
3: clean this up all
0: good all good <laughs> oh you're no, Nick, I, Nick was a great bachelor for the group of girls that we had but we were just not romantically vibing but that was totally fine
3: right really?
0: <laughs> it looked like a lot of fun so yeah, it was i loved being on the that like i mean i spent like 20 minutes with nick and like the rest of the time with the girl so it was so much fun mm-hmm. but then they changed the drinking rule so like now it's not as fun <laughs>
2: yeah oh my goodness it definitely yeah. looks like a ton of fun and speaking of so we were talking to david and you know he like wore the chicken costume on the first night oh okay kind of, like, okay
3: yeah i didn't obviously- know that
2: yeah, he was he was, you know, chicken man. Um, but I feel like you were kind of the trend center and wearing costumes during night one. So was that like your idea to come in wearing a costume or was that like a suggestion by the producers? How did that work? Um, so you get like that package that I t- like when you go to the inter- uh,
0: to the casting and you fill it out and I'm like, what's my job? title and I'm like I was still like just graduated college like I literally graduated college and six months later I was on the bachelor like it was like so quick mm-hmm. so I still didn't even know what I wanted to do like I loved like working events and like like uh doing all that I loved like talking to people
3: mm-hmm.
0: but I was like so I was really really stoned when I put aspiring dolphin trainer but that was mm-hmm. like a real like dream of mine when I was a little girl like I always wanted to be a dolphin trainer so I was like how funny would that be in my brain in my stone's brain (laughs) I was like job title aspiring dolphin trainer and then it became like (laughs) real and I was like oh my god and then like dolphin activists were coming at me and I'm like oh my god I'm not a do you know I put aspiring for a reason because I'm not really one, you dumb Right. And so maybe people were like dolphin activists were coming after me. I was like, <laughs> no. And then I'm like a prankster. I've always been like, uh, I don't care what people think.
3: Mm-hmm. And
0: so the producers come into your hotel room, like yeah. the night before, like, what do you want to wear? Like, and I showed them like this red dress, whatever. And I was like, but like, I would rather like do something funny. Mm-hmm. So, they were like okay we can get you a costume and they only had a shark costume and i was like okay fuck it i'll just like keep saying i'm a dolphin and just like mess with everybody (laughs) and it worked (laughs) so it was but it was like a mixture of both like they were like do you want to do something funny and i was like yeah and then it kind of like played in that role that i was just like the comic relief throughout like i think the Mm -hmm. second date was like the bridal date and like of course i was the pregnant one i was like okay great This, (laughs) I remember night one, like, barely, but I, like, a split, because everybody had a group of girls in their limo, so, and I was by myself, because I was a fucking dolphin shark, so I'm, like, in the limo, and I'm, like, I took, like, so many fireball shots, because I was so nervous, (laughs) like, at least, like, the girls had, like, other girls in the limo that they could talk to, like, I was dead alone in a shark costume, walking into the back, Like, what was I doing with my life? Like, what am I doing? How did I end up here? That's so funny. And I just remember seeing Nick and I was like, oh my God, he's actually hot. Like, what am I doing? (laughs) And then I don't remember the the rest of the night. Raven was like, you literally were like putting your head on my lap. (laughs) And I was like, I don't remember you. (laughs) I don't remember anybody.
3: But I remember Nick
0: for a split second, like pulling up and I was like, Oh my God, he's actually really hot. Why am I wearing, why am I in this? But Just go for it, Lexus. Like, just go full force. You're in it. Like it's, it's, and I mean, it was night one. Like, it's so crazy. Like there's only, and like so many girls are so nervous. And I like kind of just like, end the life of the party. So I just mm-hmm. wanted to like make everybody kind of like have fun and not so stressed out and like worried like oh my god is this guy gonna pick me like oh my god fuck that right now like we don't even know him like let's just have fun
2: yeah Yeah. just enjoy the time and I
0: I got a rose everybody's making fun of me I was like fuck you bitches yeah Yeah. but I do know the difference between a dolphin and a shark I was just literally me I was just like no I'm a dolphin and everybody's like really Um, (laughs) I think you're and I'm like no I was just like so confident and Mm -hmm. like everybody was just like questioning it. And the fact that they were questioning it was just so entertaining to me. Right. I'm just an asshole. And I like (laughs) like, mess with people. (laughs) I loved it. Well, you
1: definitely made a splash for sure. Like, thank you. So who do you stay in touch with the most from your season, um, Nick season? Um,
0: Well, we, it's so crazy because I was watching the episode last night of Matt's season. Mm -hmm. And like, I, first of all, I haven't watched the season uh, that much, but I had a full blown migraine after watching like 20 minutes of it because of all the drama. Like, clearly, mm-hmm. we had drama on our season, but like, not nobody, we didn't, nobody really like fought, like, or like, there was like not a lot of like drama. Like, obviously, like, they, there has to be a villain every season. That's just how the show works. Mm-hmm. Like, Corinne was obviously the villain, but she just really what, she wasn't mean spirited or anything. Right. She just drank too much and passed out and everybody would like get pissed off.
3: <laughs> right. Just couldn't
0: handle her liquor, which is fine. Like, you know,
3: mm-hmm.
0: it is what it is. But she wasn't like mean spirited it's mean spirited. She was just mm-hmm. Right. But like last night when I was watching, I was like, oh my God, all these girls are like just like, do they realize that like he picks one of you? Mm-hmm. Like, hate to break it to you. There's no OG's oh, and new. I didn't I don't even understand that part. but i was like all the girls from our season we're still all really cool i mean clearly i'm i talk to raven the most because we do a podcast together we're like literally best friends we both live in dallas together i'm like with her i I mean i talk to her like 25 times a day Mm -hmm. i'm close with astrid christina whitney rachel uh literally everybody i'm cool with i talked to a uh, jasmine dila like so crazy like we're all still really close yeah who am i missing oh my god somebody's gonna mad at me <laughs> uh, no but, like we're in a group chat like we still text and like keep in touch obviously we're all in different states so it's hard but raven and i like and astrid's in canada i'm like okay yeah um, <laughs> raven and i obviously talk uh, like mm-hmm. our our lives just became so parallel. It's just mm-hmm. so crazy. And I'm so grateful to have her in my life. Cause like, we're like, tr- we have a true genuine friendship.
2: That's awesome.
0: And we're that. so different. And, like, <laughs> it
2: works. <laughs> we balance each other out. It works. Yeah, out. exactly. That's awesome. And so in terms of obviously being on paradise and bachelor, do you have like one favorite moment from being on like in part of the franchise as a whole? I hated Bachelor in Paradise.
0: (laughs) Well, our season, I, our season was the one that got paused, Mm. and then it got like shut down. Yeah, so it was kind of like a weird vibe. Like Mm. it was just there was a lot going on. Like it wasn't it wasn't a good like the first two days were so much fun, and then we got shut down. So like we didn't film for we were we were stuck there for like 10 days without filming and like literally when you have no tv no music no uh phone like you kind of like lose it a little bit and it seems like so much like 10 days feels like a month yeah you know so I was like I hate all these people (laughs) and then we had to fly back to America and then fly back to Mexico and then act like we didn't right we're like meeting from for the first time, and I was just like, I'm from Jersey, I can't be fake, like, this is just <laughs> not gonna work. Yeah, and then it was just so highly produced because they had such a short amount of time to film because they only like rented that one place. Uh, where, where, what is it? What was it called?
1: Something.
0: Yeah, so they rent that property for a certain amount of time. So, with the lockdown, and everything they had to like get as much content and, uh footage as much as possible and I was like it was so produced and like it was just not my like I was like I don't like anybody like (laughs) and I hate every I think I hate every like I mean the guys like the guys like I was like if you fucking come by me I will cut your penis off (laughs) but like I love them as like guy friends but like I didn't want to like right and like also just like then we had the drink rule like you're only allowed to have like two drinks an hour. And I was like, I could take two shots in two seconds. Like, this is bullshit. And Wells was the bartender. Wells was like my favorite. Wells is like my favorite person ever. And I was like, Wells, give me another drink. (laughs) (laughs) And he, cause he had like a checkbook. Like it was just so like, like Corinne fucked it up for all of us. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) No, she did. She, She did. <laughs> I mean, you didn't get to have
1: the full experience, so that's how yeah.
0: I- we I didn't have the full experience. Oh. I mean, uh so it wasn't like. I mean, I'm happy Ra- for Raven because Raven met Adam, mm-hmm. but other than that, my personal experience was just like. It was just I couldn't be fake. It was just very highly produced. I I was so. It was weird because I was so young, but I was so self aware of myself, and I was just so, like. I understood what was happening mm-hmm. the whole time. And it was just like, "Um, I have to get, out- get me out of here. Yeah. And it rained every single night. So we would have to shut down again for the rose ceremony. So the rose ceremonies would be at like 6am. And I was just like, Gosh. mom, can you pick me up? I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. I would feel that way too. But um- and then my grandma calling me like, are you, why are you on a show that there's a rape scandal going on? I'm like, grandma, it's not, that's not what happened. Like, you know, and then everybody's asked, it was just like too much. Like, it wasn't like a, I'm happy for obviously Raven and Adam. Cause they're, they're a genuine, like I'm mm-hmm. obsessed with them. I mean, I'm with them like every day. Yeah. So, um, but other than that, like for me personally, mm. <laughs> All good. All right. good. Did you have a go to food and drink order? Because we hear the food's amazing. Oh, shrimp. Where?
2: In paradise. In paradise.
0: Okay. Yeah. Because Delo, I, Delo did my, honestly, Delo on The Bachelor. Like I just became friends with her because she knew how to cook and I would have <laughs> starved to death if she, <laughs> she's an amazing cook. And then she's so good at makeup. I don't know how to cook and I don't know how to do makeup. So I was like, you're my friend. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I, love, I love her to death. But she, I would have starved if she didn't cook for me. And mm-hmm. then I would have looked like asshole at Rose Ceremonies. So I probably would have got sent home. But in Paradise, there was the shrimp tacos. And then obviously, I'm a tequila queen.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: So I would just do uh, – I think we would just have tequila pineapple. That was like my – we would call it the dolphin shark. And we'd take I shots love it oh my gosh That's and crazy. then the ratio was like 10 got like when the shutdown happened w- the ratio we were supposed to have like a rose ceremony but it didn't happen so the ratio was like 10 guys and like six or like 11 guys six girls so there was just like so much meat going on and mm-hmm. I was like oh my god oh my god I was like even I feel like a piece of meat like I just feel like like oh I was like, let me out of here. And then like, I remember uh, who's the one that also came in the costume, the Santa Claus, Nick, Nick. Oh yeah. 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 I loved him to death. But like Lily, I'm like in the jacuzzi with Raven. I'm like, Raven, I'm having the worst anxiety. Like, and this is like when we're not filming. I'm like, I just feel like we neat. Like there's just a lot of guys here. I don't want to talk to anybody. Like I hate everybody by now. Like it was like day eight. And I was just like, what is, we didn't, and we didn't know what was going on. So it was just like, what is going on? And then I just hear Nick saying, Alexis, you wanna take a dolphin shark with me? And I'm like, damn it. <laughs> Good times.
2: Love that. <laughs> That's so funny. I love hearing all that stuff. Um, in terms of obviously you said you haven't been watching Matt Season Two too much, but like watching last night, is there anyone that sticks out to you? I know there was so much drama last night, but you think could be like a front runner
0: i i'm so sorry i like don't know anybody's names that's and okay. but like i just was so conf- i just was so confused and i feel bad for Matt because i feel like he's actually like the only bachelor that hasn't made me cringe mm. but even like nick made me cringe and <laughs> the season that i'm on just kidding nick, i actually like think nick has gotten cooler over the years yeah. like now i feel like he's so and like like, I have his number. Like, he likes texting me. I'm like, Nick, I have a boyfriend. Like, relax. <laughs> no. But, no, we're cool, obviously. He's, like, he's he's a cool dude. Just not, like... Your dude. Yeah. And yeah. that's fine. But mm-hmm. Matt, I feel like, is actually a cool, genuine, like, down-to-earth guy. And I just feel so bad because I don't know what's going on mm-hmm. with, like, this whole big... To- and I'm not about because I've been on the show, so I don't want to like be like talk shit about anybody because you know, like, but you like people say bad edits and shit. It's like, no, you suck. And like you <laughs> yeah. are me like she everything she was saying, I was just like, Is this like real life like real life? Like you can't talk like that and then expect like, it was just, like, not about Matt and not about love. Like, it was just, like, so high school drama-y. Like, I was just... But I also didn't know what happened prior or... uh, uh. I I really had no idea what was going on. But I like the girl, I think, the vibrator girl. Katie. Mm-hmm. Katie. And then the one that got the first impression, Rose. And, and then yeah. the one that they called an escort, I think, is really... Pretty and cool. Yeah. What's her
3: name?
2: Brittany. But why are why did there why are there new people? Great question. They brought in <laughs> five new girls. I think maybe two. Was it last week, Jill, or the week? Yeah, before? it was last. That, week. Why? Uh, beats
0: me. I have no. Idea. I text Chris Harrison and ask him. No <laughs> yeah. Yes, he's he He's a Dallas resident now. So get him on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> he is a busy busy man yes no but um so they just brought random girls probably just because the 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 ogs weren't doing it for him yeah i think i liked some of the girls it was just like a lot of drama Mm -hmm. for no like yeah on our season people had like was like yeah corinne has a nanny and corinne was like yeah i do like what you know right like and then like but like the dancing is a hoe i was like then i'm the biggest hoe there is i love to dance what and then the one girl was like an escort and she if she, clearly she's not but mm-hmm. like even if she was what's it to you right what? i was like what what's it to like literally why are you bringing that up to matt when like oh but like matt's purple fuzzy sweater i was not i was not about I'm like
2: not that. a am not a fan of purple either so I did not like that no but it wasn't even
0: purple it was fuzzy and it was like a big fuzzy purple sweater I was like Matt you're a good looking guy the sweater has got to go that's like when Tyler wore a neon green turtleneck to my Hoot Nation uh lunch party and I was like are you fucking kidding me <laughs> I think I burnt it or it might still be in my closet Oh my but no. I think I burnt it because yeah. I was like you are so rude. Yeah, took <laughs> my night. You and your neon green ugly ass sweater took my night. <laughs> <laughs> but no, Matt's ugly ass sweater was so bad last night. But yeah. I like the I like the vibrator girl. I like the um one that said it was an escort. Like I literally wanted to sell fucking pictures of my feet on Craigslist at one point to pay off my student loans. So like, <laughs> and Do then like how she was with, with her teeth. She was like, <laughs> I. Oh my God, she sells pictures of her feet for money, Matt.
1: Like, <laughs> oh my God, I'm doing I don't want
0: to see, I'm a bitch.
1: <laughs> I oh love how you say
0: it how it is. I mean, someone's got to, and I love Yeah, that. no, I just didn't understand Victoria, like. No. At all. Like, I just didn't understand. And then it was just, and like, some of the girls were just so nice and genuine. And like, what's there? She's calling them disgusting. I was like, okay, I'm gonna stop there.
1: <laughs> yeah, definitely a lot of insecurities and yes, and not- like
0: clearly not self aware. She was like, I brought jo- so much joy to the house. I was like,
2: Joy, joy? like, girl, you need some therapy.
0: <laughs> yeah, I have betterhelp.com/slash night. You, you guys can use my code. I'm gonna slide into Victoria's DM, just put I'm that sure. just betterhelp.com/slash night give it to her I love that (laughs) I just don't like the mean girl shit but like I also had like a uh mean girl I got called mean girl on bachelor and paradise but I was just fucking miserable but it was just like I mean I didn't like call people disgusting and ugly I just told a story but they just obviously had no footage and no content so they just like overdid the joke and it was Mm -hmm. just like out of my hands so I was like I can take a mean girl like yeah. I don't like scallops and I don't like when people touch me with their fingers after they eat them. Like, I'm sorry.
3: Oh right. I don't I think know. it was
0: that big of a deal, but they I remember edited that. it. Like it was like this big thing. And I'm like, I li- they told me to tell the story maybe fucking 3 million times. I was like, it's not funny anymore. Like I literally told it once. And you're yeah. making, then they were putting like scallops in front of her. And I was just like, this is not funny. This is mean. And I'm not a mean girl. And like, Kristen is like literally the sweetest girl in the entire world. Like, obviously, I don't, we're not like friends because I basically (laughs) called her scallop fingers, but like, it was just a story that I told, like, but like, who would want to get touched with slimy scallop fingers? Not me. Yeah. And then I, but I didn't, and then she made t shirts that said, scallops to go like and I didn't get 50% so it's like bullshit honestly she's (laughs) the mean girl here (laughs) you
1: should have gotten part of the revenue
0: for sure yeah that I fucking gave her fucking no I'm just kidding but no I I understand like the whole mean girl uh edit thing but that was on a whole different level last night for sure and like mine was like so out of like out of my control you know
3: yeah
0: I was just like dude I don't want to fucking keep telling the story it's not a really big deal like I told the story she touched me with her scalp fingers once and like I got grossed out I told her in the moment and then they like just kept putting scallops in front of me and saying like go give her scallops I was like don't fucking tell me what to do <laughs> I'm literally about to fucking leave this place I'm gonna swim out of here I just need to get out of here
1: <laughs> in your
3: costume,
0: get the costume and just swim. No, out of literally, yeah. no, but it was 150 degrees. They made me put that costume on maybe a thousand times. I was like, I would keep throwing it into the ocean or like somewhere where they would like can't find it. They would whip out another one, like, there was always one on deck. Oh I was like, okay,
3: oh my gosh,
0: that's too much. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I did it to myself, so all good. <laughs> So my body was so hot. I was like, "Oh my god, why do I have to keep putting this on?" (laughs) I worked my ass off (gasps) to put on this fucking costume. When I was six pack, no, I'm kidding. (laughs) I only had like a good four pack, but like, yeah, (laughs) no, it killed it. Okay,
1: yeah. So, what have you been up to since the show and since Paradise
0: and everything? Oh my god, like it's crazy. Because when I was watching it last night, I was just like. I've been through this experience, but I have no idea where they are either. Like, they're not at the mansion, right? No, no. they're in
2: Pennsylvania. They're at – is it
1: colon Yeah, colon or Nemacolon.
0: Oh, see? See? That's how far gone. But, no. Um, <laughs> so, I found a boy through it all. Mm-hmm. I found love through it all. Yes. So, Rachel Lindsay's best friend, uh, guy friends, were coming to Miami, and we were all going to Miami, and – we linked up and Tyler and I were at club 11, the strip club. Clearly I like strip clubs (laughs) Uh, (laughs) till like 10 30 AM. So uh, such a love story. No, so romantic. And, but his hair was like, kind of like Johnny Bravo. It was like literally up to here. So like, I did not, I did not speak to him. And then, um, but it was really Rachel's friend. So, like, we – it was, like – I kind of found love through it all because if I didn't go on the show to meet Rachel, yeah. I would have never met Tyler. Mm-hmm. So then I moved to L.A. for a year. Mm-hmm. The worst.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was just not uh, – so after the show, I moved to L.A., got a job at Extra recapping RE season, which was the worst. I was like, great – I get a job and I have to fucking recap this fucking shit. I was like, this is bullshit so I did extra for like a year. And then Tyler and I were doing long distance.
3: Mm-hmm. And
0: then he finally like, was like, my lease is up. And I was like, so was mine. And then he locked me down Yeah, <laughs> and then I moved to Dallas. So now we've been living together for about like two and a half years, three. That's awesome. And he's the one. Amazing. Aww. We are complete opposite. Like it's insane. Like I'm a psycho Jersey per- girl, and he is a con- so conservative. Like if he listened to Girls Night Hangout, he would literally murder me. <laughs> he's not allowed. So then, when I moved to Dallas, I was like, "What am I like? What am I gonna do?" I like wanted to do something. I always wanted to ha- own something of myself. I never wanted to depend on a man. So <laughs> I was like. I'm going to start. I was like, I literally have been wearing hoops since I came out of the womb. So I was mm-hmm. like, why don't I start my own jewelry company? So I literally went to the business, like wh- wherever you get, I don't even know why I went to college because I'm sorry, this is like for a college podcast and I keep talking shit about college. It's all good.
3: It's I, good.
0: Had a, I had a LA address, a Jersey tech, a Jersey driver's license and I was trying to start a business in Texas. Like they were like, what are you doing? I was like, I don't know. But you know, I learned everything as I as I went. So I started Hoop Nation by Alexis. It has been so much fun. Like it's such it's so like I love it. And it gets all my creativity out because I do all like my marketing. I do everything by myself. Um and then so and like we did we're mainly hoops, but I've been like uh kind of branching out. So we have headbands, uh bracelets, headscarves, but obviously the hoops are the main, the main. I wore hoops for you today. Well oh, thank you, girls. Yeah, <laughs> I'll give you guys a code for all the listeners, too. Amazing. Um, and then when COVID hit, uh, Raven had Date Night with Adam podcast, and she was like, yeah, it's, we're, we don't like, he doesn't want to do it anymore. And I was like, well, I'm down. <laughs> yeah. another, another income? Let's fucking do it. Yeah. And it was good because it was right when COVID hit and uh, it was, it was like kind of therapeutic. So mm-hmm. like I would be able to leave the house and get away from Tyler. <laughs> so it was like perfect. Cause we were doing it like twice a week. And then now it's kind of been like, just, we're kind of like putting so much more energy into it. Cause it's so much fun and like, we can make a business out of it. And like, mm-hmm. we don't even talk about the bachelor. We just talk about like random things that, our day in our daily lives and we just like have random guests like we had um kim possible on like last week oh my god and i was like but we like never talk about the bachelor we just talk about like it's basically just like having a girl's night with your friends like we talk about like chode penises chlamydia like all like the animal we raven loves animals she has like the most random animal facts like there is and then, like, obviously, free Britney because I love Britney Spears. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. So it's all good. Like, we've literally just been. Uh, so I started my own business and obviously did. I was an ad whore for a little bit, you know, just selling fucking Bondi Boost and um, <laughs> <laughs> Sugar Bear fucking hair and Fab Fit Fun. Yep. Those were the times. <laughs> fuck fab Fit Fun and fuck. Um, sugar bear hair because they dropped me so oh. no. whatever i have who by Alexis now that's wrong yes but actually bondi boost really works because my hair is getting so long and it's so healthy
1: so mm-hmm. i like bondi
0: boost but fab but fun and sugar bear hair go fuck yourselves yeah <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> so, as uh, such a
2: professional businesswoman, it's okay, we love it. <laughs> and speaking of the hoops, we wanted to ask you, like, do you have a perfect size that you would recommend that like everyone needs to have, like, in their jewelry box?
0: Yes. Yeah, so, I well, I love the big, big ones. Like, these are the Dallas hoops. I have them in three inch, and then I have the really big four inch, which I can wear every day. <laughs> but for like an everyday hoop is the double hoop. You guys have to check it out. That is little in there. And all my hoops are so lit, so lightweight. Mm -hmm. And I just put so much like energy and like thought, like, I do not know a lot in life, but I do know a good pair of hoops. So Mm -hmm. that's my power that God gave me. Um, (laughs) Yeah, the double hoops are, and then I started getting these like little mini hoops that i'm obsessed with and i used to make fun of all my friends for wearing like really small hoops but now like i'm one of them but like it's just like a cute little combo yeah i i love that These the hustlers. so i got like i'm like branching out into just like all different types of hoops but definitely the 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 double hoop silver and gold are like the perfect everyday hoop or the jersey For the Jersey girls. I got to get that one then. (laughs) Their their Jersey is uh, just like, I mean, I'm always representing Jersey. You can take the Jersey, you can take the girl out of Jersey, but you can't take the Jersey out of the girl. There you go. And and like, I have all different sizes, like all different uh, types of hoops and like, there's no discrimination at Hoop Nation by Alexis. (laughs) I have it all. (laughs) amazing
1: so before you go we asked our listeners to write in burning questions they had for you oh shit (laughs) (laughs) they're all good everyone was really excited that you were coming on so the first one being what would you recommend to future contestants like what advice
0: would you give to them um just be yourself like don't get too in your head like I felt like a lot of times like I would forget like I had a family like I would just like be like, because you're. It's it's basically a social experiment. Like you throw <laughs> these girls in a house, talk about the that this one guy for twenty four seven, and you're kind of like, oh my god, do I like him? But like then you realize you don't, <laughs> and then you're like, what? So I would just try to stay sane as possible and just be like, you're just. I was a hundred percent myself on the show after the show. I never changed like at like ever. Like with Nick, I was like so weird in who I was because if we were gonna end up together, I didn't wanna like shock him, be like I'm this whole different person. I didn't want to be like, Hi, I love you, like mm-hmm. the first day. I was like, I remember like one night. I mean, like the second week, the girls like, I don't know about you guys, but like, I can't stop thinking about him. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, did somebody make breakfast? <laughs> like, I'm hungry. <laughs> like, what? We literally. Well, maybe because I was wasted the first night, but like, I was like, it was just like a lot of fakeness. Like, I if if you want to go on the show, just be authentic. Be cool with the girls because at the end of the day, I mean, obviously not everybody's going to get along
3: mm-hmm.
0: or you're not going to be best friends with everybody, but like, at least like just try to ha- have friendships in right. the house because at the end of the day, like most likely you're not going to get picked.
4: No right. kidding.
3: Exactly. <laughs> Your that is my long. advice. <laughs> no, it's true. Really Unless
0: bad. you're like, cause I like knew Vanessa was going to win like the first like week. Just one, because she's so hot. Yeah. Two, I just kept looking at Nick like he was just staring at – he was obsessed with d and Vanessa, like, the first time. Like, I wasn't a threat to anybody. So I was like, I'm just going to have fun. And just, like, enjoy the ride. Like, it is – and it goes by, like, this. So that's why everybody's like, oh, yeah, your 15 minutes of fame is over. And I'm like, I didn't even – I don't I, well, I did not even know when what the 15 minutes wh- where did they go I don't know because I don't really <laughs> fucking care <laughs> I had so much fun and I have lifelong friends out of it I started my business out of it I started my podcast I found the love of my life and I'm fucking happy
3: <laughs> good for you
0: love yeah. it
2: we have one more question for you from one of our listeners. Oh, wait. What
0: was the question? I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> oh, you You answered it. You, you said some... it to be yourself. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Your, your best advice for future contestants. So someone wrote in. I, I feel like it was probably one of our Jersey listeners. They said, do you miss uh, being in Jersey? Uh, I mean, I went home for Christmas. And
0: no. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I mean, I obviously miss my friends, my family. I have four older sisters with eight nieces and nephews. Mm-hmm. So, I obviously miss my family Mm -hmm. and the pizza and the bagels. Mm. So before
1: you go, is there anything you want to plug and also tell our listeners where to follow you?
0: Okay. Thank you guys so much for having me. Sorry I talked like your ear off. That's okay. No, we (laughs) love it. We love it. Absolutely. (laughs) We're so glad you came on. No, I was literally a psychopath. I talked Lily for 45 minutes and um, (laughs) I Talked a lot of shit, so I'm sorry. But okay. no, you guys can follow me at at Alexis Waters underscore, and then I have a code for all the listeners at Montclair. It's Flash twenty five, so all caps for Hoop Nation by Alexis, and then go check out Girls Night, hang out on Instagram, and Girls Night with Raven and Alexis on Apple, iTunes, and Spotify. And we're just launched our YouTube channel, so you can mm-hmm. actually watch us. Now, while we interview, which I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing because I am not okay. I dress up like Bernie Spears and Impossible, and then I dress I up as the Tiger King. What's the guy's name? Joe. Joe Exotic. Yes, I dress up as Joe Exotic. So, like I'm just a mess, but I'm just doing it for all the, inter- all the interest. I just love to entertain. Yeah. <laughs> we love it. We love it. <laughs> yeah. So flash 25 for 20, per- 25% off anything on my site. Who nation by Alexis Instagram at girl girls night, hangout and at Alexis waters underscore. Thank you guys so much for having me.
1: Thank you. We're so happy to and have you. And stay in
0: school, everybody. I was just kidding about co- don't. Jo- I don't know why I went to college. <laughs> stay in school, exactly. <laughs> I'll Claire represents. Yes. Shout out to Jenna. <laughs> yeah. Shout out Jenna. I hate you. <laughs> Love
2: you guys. Thank you so much. Thank you.
0: Bye.
3: Bye.
2: All right, everyone, we hope you enjoyed that interview with Alexis as much as we did talking with her. Um, She was so fun, and we had such a great time, and we want to thank her again for being on the show. And we would love it if you all follow us on Spotify and subscribe to our podcast on Apple. And if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, be sure to give us a five-star rating and leave us a comment. And we would love if you guys would all go on to our Instagram too. We're at the bachelor degree podcast and you'll find all of our latest bachelor news and updates about our show on there. Yes. And also if
1: you guys missed at the end of the episode with Alexis, she was generous enough to give us a code for you guys for her website and her business hoop nation by Alexis. So if you want to go buy yourself a pair of hoops, because I checked them out and I think I'm going to go buy myself a pair.
3: Okay.
1: Discount code is FLASH25. That is F-L-A-S-H 25. So make sure you go check that out and use it because we're, we're so happy that she was generous enough to give that to us.
2: Exactly. Yeah. We're so, so excited and we thank her so much. She had on her hoops, um, while we were doing the interview, they were so freaking cute. So I'm definitely headed on to her website to get myself a pair. Yes, for sure. Well, I think that's it. We will be with you weekly to recap Matt's season of The Bachelor and update you on all things Bachelor Nation. And as always, we will talk to you bachelor bitches next week on The Bachelor Degree. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.